In Jeremiah 33, it says, Call to me, and I will answer you, and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. You see, there's no age discrepancy in the kingdom. The father desires to speak to his kids, whether they're 33 or 3. And we believe in the power of the spoken word. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of the Lord. And so we expect when the Lord speaks that our children can hear his voice. They are not limited. They don't have a junior Holy Spirit. They have the same access to the fullness of the kingdom that we have. Some people understand that. Some desire to teach that. We're ready. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. We're so excited to be doing this again. This week, Scotty and I got to sit down with a good friend of ours. She's a powerful woman in the kingdom. She's a wife, a mother of four, a recent author, and just a good all-around young woman, Courtney Conant. We got to sit down with her and we did an interview. I did not want to, to have her sit down and, and have to listen to uh, me and Scotty's nonsensical banter <laughs> that we usually open up the podcast with. So I wasn't going to put her through that. So I want to get this stuff out of the way first, and then we'll go right into the interview that we had with her. So first, we want to give a big shout out to Building Solutions. Like usual, they're a big supporter of ours. And for all of your building and construction needs, you can contact them. Brian Marshall and the gang will hook you up. They're ready to serve you. So check them out online at bldgsolutions.net. Also, we want to continue to pump up our social media. Check us out on Facebook at KB Podcast. Check us out on Spotify, the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. And also go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The Kingdom Bringer Podcast on YouTube. Go subscribe to it. Guys, share these episodes with your friends. Get the words out there about what we're doing, trying to build up and encourage the body of Christ. So do that. We need your help. Go uh, go rate and review us on iTunes, on the podcast app. Uh, that just is awesome. It just helps us out, and we really enjoy seeing that. And we really want to have your guys' feedback. So send us your questions and your comments to the kingdom bringers, plural, the kingdom bringers at gmail.com. We'd love to interact with you guys. If you have any prayer requests, you can shoot those to us too. Um, I think that's it. I want to talk real quick about last night we had the waiting event out at Building Solutions. We had probably close to 50 people show up, hungry, hungry people expecting the Holy Spirit, and we got just that. We had an amazing time of worship. Amazing time of just basking in the presence of the Holy Spirit. It was good. We're expecting to be doing these again. We're going to be doing um, probably multiple of these in the near future. So be on the lookout. We'll be posting this stuff on our Facebook page, the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. Uh, yeah, that's it. Without further ado, here is our interview 
with the amazing, the powerful Courtney Conant. so much <laughs> even that right there it just feels so weird yeah Courtney, thank you so much <laughs> are you on right now are you recording yeah we're recording right now that's a lie we are <laughs> we're good i'm not done reading the book yet well that's okay so courtney <laughs> we have courtney conant hello she is an amazing mother of four is mm-hmm. that right that's right four, four. last time i half? checked there's four <laughs> it is yeah four. it's a full four it's a full four yeah <laughs> Counting Clinton, it's a five. Yes. She is a wife. She is a pastor, children's pastor at the gathering. Mm-hmm. What's your title? Uh, children's director. Children's director. Yeah. Director of it's children. Like official title. So your your title at home is not much different than your title at church. I feel director like I have a lot of, of titles at home, actually. <laughs> yeah. We won't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we wanted to, we're excited to actually have you on here uh first of all i wanted to have like a female voice mm-hmm. my wife will not get on here i don't think cassie would get on here i haven't asked her for that very reason i really okay. don't think that she would do that yeah well they're Yet. silly because they should they should <laughs> I know. so this is my shout out to them come on yeah. ladies yeah. you are powerful <laughs> and people want to hear you yes <laughs> so we uh we also want to talk about the book because along with your titles i forgot to mention author yeah. you call yourself author or co-author oh i don't know we've just said author i mean yeah you're an author just for yeah i'm an author that's, with nacy i guess a, that makes it co but that's so yeah good. so nacy can say she's an author you can and say i'm you're an, an author. author yeah so she's a mother of four a children's director yes a wife and author coney courtney conant and <laughs> there we go yeah and an owner of a coffee shop with yes. her husband, Clinton. Oh, yes. yeah. Mrs. Redbeard. That's yes. right. <laughs> I don't have a red beard, for those that of you who don't know me. So just good. the dad. <laughs> that is so good. So we want to like just kind of talk a little bit about this book. We're excited okay. about it. Um, my wife went and picked it up. And Ashton, as you can kind of see a marker there, I think, in the middle of that book yep. where mm-hmm. she's at. She's been going through it. That's awesome. And really enjoys it. Good. Um, Scott has not gone through it yet. He has not colored his book yet. I have on, not Scott. finished it. Okay. I have I have seen this book. I don't have my own copy yet. Yeah. Because somebody was supposed to get me one. Oh. Mm. But, uh, so, yeah, I haven't Come got on, one Cassie. yet. Step up. I, I've spent all my money on Red Beard uh, Beard Balm instead of the book. <laughs> <laughs> get your priorities straight, Scott. I know. Come on. <laughs> I know it. I No, I love it. Just going through it, there, there's so much detail. And the color is what, is what captures... Um, my eyes the most like you can create your own thing mm-hmm. you can create your own thing within the book and uh there's there's activities but the cool thing about it is this came from a vision oh, right yep. from you like that that's what bird this thing and, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what i want to talk about today like okay. what what were you thinking or what were you praying into when god said hey courtney my daughter i want you to go make a book i want mm-hmm. you to co-author it with nacy little john mm-hmm. and um not knowing, I, I was talking to Clinton a couple weeks ago, Todd White, I don't know if you guys know Todd White, but he held this thing in his hand down in Dallas, he was telling me. like Todd Clinton, White did? That's what Clinton was telling me. Like It was possible okay. that he Sweet. had his hands on this book. So 
man, how does how does that dream or that vision look like? What transpired when you got the vision to do that? Um, well, actually, I was it was like nap time, and so I had some quiet time, and I um, was just laying on my floor praying, and I was asking God if He would tell me a secret, and He said immediately, "You're going to write a book," and I was like, "What? Okay, whatever." That's cool. (laughs) And I just started praying into that and I immediately felt him just kind of pouring into me, downloading to me what that would look like. Um, and that I needed to call Nacy because she was going to be a part of that. So I called Nacy probably within like 15 minutes of hearing that. And she had gotten the same word a week prior to that, that she was going to write a book. And from there, we just kind of started talking about our ideas for what we felt God was showing us that it would look like. And we were just so, we were like little kids at Christmas. We just couldn't wait to like get together and start (laughs) brainstorming. And we went up like one Sunday afternoon and started listening for verses and praying and seeking like what the pictures would look like that would go with that and the activities. And yeah, it was kind of a slow process um, because our lives are really busy, but yeah, yeah, it was neat. Wait a minute. So you're telling me a mother of four, a children's minister, a wife, a part, a part coffee, t- coffee shop owner. This what am I missing? Author actually gets to take a nap. I didn't take a nap. <laughs> oh, the kids. Uh, my kids were taking okay. a nap. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> Man, I that would she... have to be that would have been a power nap. Right. <laughs> I was doing she seems yeah. so busy, which is one of the things that I, I like. I, I wrote these things down. Um, author of a book, coffee house owner, mother, children's minister. And um, the balance, I guess, that mm. God has allowed you, that has gifted you with in um, just to get really, really real for a moment. I think that um, moms, especially busy moms, can get to the place where they just feel insignificant and mm. they just feel like I'm only going to be a stay at home mom and this is mm-hmm. my only job. And mm-hmm. what I love about what you've done and what you're doing and, and what I love about your spirit is that you take time to dream, Mm. to vision, to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what the product of this book Mm -hmm. has come from, is you taking time with the Father. So uh, with that, with this book, with your busy schedule, how does your time look when the kids are down for a nap? Is is that when you really press in? Or are you constantly... I'm just... I'm thinking about the stay-at-home moms out there. I gave a word last night for the stay-at-home moms, and we want to encourage them because... Mm -hmm. Because we with both the have real, one. well, with the realness, you still mm-hmm. have a. It's, it's still a real life, and there's oh, probably yeah. days when you feel insignificant or you feel Absolutely. like you're not doing enough. So can we can we just like talk into that a little bit? Yeah, it's actually kind of funny that you brought that up because I was doing a page in this book. We started it as a family, so just plug in one of the ways you can do this, especially if you have smaller kids. We're doing it as a family um, on our Sunday mornings because that's our rest time, um, and. We did lies that we hear, and one of them was that I am superwoman and that I can do everything, wow. and that if I don't do everything, that I'm failing. And I feel like sometimes that's a big thing for moms, mm. that we think we have to do everything because we see all these other people doing the Pinterest stuff or being mm. involved in everything, and that if you aren't doing that and you're not you know, pouring your kids or you have a bad day or whatever, that you're failing, and that's a lie. Um, and that's something that I've really had to like press into the father and like have him, he's just really been teaching me that I'm in a process right now and that it's okay that do I always get rest time 
and time with him during nap time. No, <laughs> that's just realistic. Like my list of other things to do, the house or whatever that comes into play too. I do feel like I try to continually bring him into the conversation in my mind as I go throughout the day. That's where I'm at with him. Like that's kind of what he's been showing me is I, I, that's something I fail in as I want or that I want to do better at. I'm not failing at it. I'm going to not use that terminology. Yeah. Um, I would like to do better at having quiet time, but let's be realistic. I have a baby that keeps me up every night and I, it's hard to get out of bed. And then I've got kids throughout the day and you know, by the time evening comes, I'm like, Oh my word. Like the last thing I want to do is like open up the Bible and read <laughs> something, you know, like yeah. let's just be honest. So I've been trying to just really make sure that I'm conscious and aware of him throughout the day. And then I'm continually trying to take my thoughts captive to him and talk to him and invite him in when things are going crazy or I need a breath or I need a break or something. So just that continual relationship with him right now is really where I'm at and trying to, um, foster that with him. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I, the book also was kind of birthed out of a call to be a stay at home mom. Like to me, this is a tool to help me dig in with my children and teach them because the also the other thing that God has taught me when I feel insignificant is that the most powerful thing that I can do is to pour into my children right now and to raise them up because what they're going to do and their generation is going to do is so far greater and more important than whatever I'm going to do. And so taking the time to teach them how to have freedom now in Christ, like that's my, that's my most important role. Um, and so this book for Nacy and I, we had done a book, um, called eyes that see and ears that hear by Jennifer Toledo, which was amazing. And that's kind of, if you get the book that's in our testimonies, um, that's how we started hearing God for the first time. Um, but we wanted something that made it fun and colorful and inviting for kids and gave them just kind of took it to another level. So it was more personal, more of a journal time, get them really seeking a relationship with the father on their own. And it not just being what mom and dad are making you do. Does that make sense? So that was kind of the whole idea behind the book was I'm looking at this as I'm at home with my kids. What can I do to get this to be a daily practical thing that they want to do, you know? Not just I'm forcing them to go to church and Sunday school and hoping that they catch it there because it's our job as parents to teach them in the home and not just depend on the pastors and the teachers that they preach. Need it. That's so good. I love hearing (laughs) that. School and church. I love hearing that. (laughs) Yeah. And I I know a little bit about your passion for uh, helping children hear the voice of God. So talk to me real quick about you truly believe that kids have full, complete access Absolutely. to the father's yeah. voice, right? Absolutely. Talk to us about that a little bit. Um, well, I truly believe that because I've seen it. Um, my kids, my oldest daughter just turned six in June. So I have four kids under the age of six, six, mm. four, th- almost three, and then a five month old. So <laughs> they're pretty little. <laughs> and, um, I have heard God speak through them multiple times. Um, Just for example, this is probably one of the most powerful ones that I can think of at the moment. Um, Sophie, my six-year-old, when she was probably five, early five, she we pray for their dreams every night. We pray that God will come speak to them in their dreams. He'll give them beautiful dreams. He'll protect them. And in the morning we were having, we call it Jesus time, which is the time we set aside to spend time with Jesus and 
do things like this. And um, she said, Mom, I had a dream last night that Grandpa Jerry, his eye was hurt. And I said, well, what did you do? She said, well, I went up and prayed for him and his eye was healed. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, awesome. So I'm like, okay, I'll just call Grandpa Jerry and happen to see if he had an eye problem. And I called and our grandma, who's married to Grandpa Jerry, she said, we were on the way to the eye doctor this morning because Jerry was having problems with his eye. And as we were going, his eye stopped hurting and he has no more pain in it. Come on. So that's so good. That's just proof to me, like they can hear <laughs> and they're I, powerful. A five-year-old trade. That's one way to look at it. I, I mean, <laughs> that's te- that's what testimony does. That it, man. That yeah. is so good. Like, I believe there was this famous guy. There was a book written about him. There's 66 books actually written about him. 27 in the New Testament and 39 in the Old. His name was Jesus. Mm. He's pretty famous. <laughs> he he said, and I quote, I can't talk Hebrew, but let the children come after me, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things he alluded to in the Gospels was that the kingdom of heaven belongs to these. And that just, man, that just, it's not just even a proving thing because God doesn't have to prove himself. But the testimony behind the children hearing the voice of God is so true because it's so valuable and not only valuable, but validated in our lives. Mm-hmm. Your your children hear from God. They speak from God. God gives visions and dreams, and that's funny that you said that. The book is Wonderworks, by the way. I don't think we said that. It's it's uh, the name of it is Wonderworks. You can pick it up at Redbeard. You can you can you catch us online? We'll get that. You can now. We'll get yeah. that. Later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things I want to say about this is e- even the cover of this thing. Like kids are pointing up their stars. I see such a vision behind the simplicity of the cover of it mm. that. God obviously spoke to your heart about mm-hmm. that. You, you and um, Nacy. Now, your relationship started um, what years back? Is that right? Yeah, probably three years ago. Three years ago, within three years, they have a book. Three, I mean, that, four years. Yeah. God, God does. <laughs> yeah. Things on a crazy <laughs> timeline sometimes, but so she was she here at this time when you guys started this, or were they? Yes, she was here. It was like it was not long after we started. Um, doing the kids ministry at the gathering okay. because we had been meeting regularly and like seeking the father's heart for what he wanted to teach the kids and how we were going to do that. Right. And so she was kind of my first real friendship that we talked about God and yeah. what he was speaking to us. And so it was exciting to dig into that with her. So if you don't have that, I would encourage you to find that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Going to that a little bit. <laughs> Going to that, what, what you would encourage uh, them to find? Um, I would just encourage you to find somebody that is open and safe to talk about like what God's showing you, what he's speaking to you, what you're going through. Um, mm-hmm. It made it exciting to chase after his word and hearing his voice because I had somebody that was doing it with me and was just as excited to hear what he was saying as I was, yeah. you know? So that's cool. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the writing, okay. the book itself, because I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. I consider myself a writer and never once have I really thought I'm going to write a book. Like I've always been like journalism or even poetry type mm-hmm. stuff. What was the, like, this is kind of going off the spiritual a little bit, but I'm going to say this whole thing's like supernatural. So the whole process itself had to be because mm-hmm. you're you're Courtney Conant, dang it. We know who you are. We know who you are. Right. So <laughs> what was the An process? anointed woman. What was the <laughs> what was the I'm going to write a book process? What'd that look like? Oh, uh, the beginning of it, we just started out um 
with scripture. We just ask God to bring a scripture that he could really bring to life for kids and that he could put a visual with, um, but also apply the truth in it to kids' lives. So we kind of just started writing down what he was speaking to us. Like, for example, um, taste and see how good, Mm. um, I can't think of it now that I'm, but oh, taste and see how good your works are or whatever. Um, that one we thought we could do something fun with like sweets and just spend time like soaking in how good God is, you know? So we would get together and we would, you know, see how many verses we could get to. And we would talk, we would pray and ask God, okay, how are we going to explain this? And just a few sentences to kids, what this means. And then what are we going to have them do in that? Are we going to have them ask him for something? Are we going to have them listen for something? Because we wanted it to be a two-way conversation. Every, no, I don't know that exactly every activity, but most of the activities are a two-way conversation with the kids talking to God about something and them listening for something from him. Mm. Um, So that was kind of how that part, like the activity part went as far as writing. The rest of it, the layout of it, I really felt on my heart like we needed to let parents know this is why we did this. This is our testimony. This is why it's important, how you can use it with your kids. And then also directions for the kids, because for some people they may have, they've never, they may have never done anything like this. Um, that just kind of came. I just knew that we had to get it on paper and I just started asking God and it just kind of flowed. Like when I started seeking it, he just kind of gave me the words and then we kind of went back and forth and Nisi would review it and she would add, or we would, you know, he would reveal stuff to us at different times that we knew we needed to plug in. So that's what it looked. We didn't just sit down yeah. and go, here, let's write this. That's cool. <laughs> that, that was going to be our next yeah. question. <laughs> like, like you, hear, you hear people that give testimony on books or even CDs or records that they've cut or whatever. Like Some of them actually get to the point where they're like, man, it's too hard. I don't want to do this. Mm. Like it's like it's Or just drag it out. You know, It takes right. longer than it should. Was there ever that point with you or did you just like press in and like, was it ever hard, I guess, for you to no, keep it, going? No, it wasn't hard. I feel like, I mean, there was definitely times where we took breaks from it just because in the middle of that, she ended up moving, mm-hmm. sorry, <laughs> um, which was really hard. And, yeah. but I, there was a point where I was like, we, her and I both agree, we have to get this done. So we actually went down to Dallas and spent two days like finishing the activities and then we just kind of did it on our own time, the intro stuff when we could, but it never felt like a burden. It was always fun and exciting. And we said from the beginning, like, God, we don't, we don't want this to be something that is difficult. We don't want it to be a labor. We don't want it to be a burden. We want it to just be easy because we know you're in it. Mm. And from the writing of it to the finding the illustrator to the publishing of it, like when it, we quote unquote launched it at the upper room conference. Um, it's just been easy. Like I don't feel, you know, yeah, cause he's in it. So when you receive that favor, I think that's what easiness looks like when God gives you a vision. Um, he just wants you to chase it. And that's yeah. what, I, that's what I thought was cool. Even with your husband, man, with this coffee shop, mm-hmm. I've seen like such a chasing of the vision, like abandon Does, mm-hmm. nothing else. The winds and the waves, whatever aren't, aren't of impact. We're chasing what God has given us, mm-hmm. this vision. And your family at large, you two, the way you work together um, and the way you support and come up mm-hmm. underneath one another is just amazing. If you haven't figured this out, like this is all about Courtney today. Like, and I'm totally fine with that. I, I love um, the guest part of it, man. Like we can really honor. And mm-hmm. um, I, I just, I look at uh, just this anointed family, man. And, and you guys, 
I know there's been struggles. I'd be stupid to think there wasn't any struggles, but gosh, man, the power that is within you overpowers anything that's against you. And and mm-hmm. that is the Holy Ghost, that is the Holy Spirit. And I love the way that you guys live abandoned just for the visions that he gives you. So stuff like this isn't fly by night, man. This this took, you said, a little while for you and Nacy to get um, get it out, but it's going to reach a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, for one, I, I mean, I'm excited about this. Give us a give us a couple examples. I don't want you to I don't want any spoilers for the book because no, we yeah. want people to go buy the book. But can you give us like two examples of what they'll what activities they'll have in this book? Like kind of talking to the parents right now. Sure. Um they're kind of we wanted to have something that they could always have them coloring, creating, drawing, seeing, listening. So you get a lot in one thing. Um, I feel like it's a journal because your kids are going to write in it. It's going to be something you can keep and look back on years from now. There's also challenges in the book. Some of the activities have things where, like, for example, there's a message in a bottle. And it's talking about when um, Isaiah was taking the message from the Lord and being sent out. And, like, you're asking the Father what message is he laying on your heart. And you get to write it on a piece of paper and then take it out and deliver it to somebody. Like, we're also activating your kids and not just taking it internally, but taking it out in the world, what God's speaking to them. Um, Trying to think of another example. One of the examples I love too, we do one on prophecy because we truly believe that prophecy is a gift of hearing from God and speaking to others what God is wanting to say to them. Um, And so it teaches your kids just a small portion of what prophecy is, why it's important. And then they get to hear specific words of knowledge or encouragement or whatever the Lord is speaking to them for people and they get to write it on a gift and go give somebody this gift that God wants to bless them with. So that's, that's awesome. do you want anything that's awesome. else? No, that's good. <laughs> okay. No, I don't want anything else. Okay. <laughs> I want people to go out and buy the yeah. book. And we'll, yeah. Again, we'll kind of give some more information as where they can get this, but um, you got anything? Yeah. Uh, I, I got to get here. my notes. Let me get my notes. Um, well, we talked about the balance um, and the dedication, basically, that, that you have to have from, from hearing. Uh, I, I really wanted to dive a little bit more into hearing um, because we know from Scripture that faith comes from hearing mm-hmm. and not just hearing anything, but hearing what? The Word of God. Um, and, and that you've, you know you have to carve out time in the day to take time. I love the first time. I'll just give a little testimony to this. The first time I ever, ever heard the term Daddy God was out of Courtney's mouth when she was uh, at the gathering one night, kind of giving a little teaching. And I was like, man, that took a while for me to resonate, like that mm-hmm. relationship. But the more I dove in, the more I listened and heard, man, it's so true. Like he is such a good dad. And I think the basis, um, not I'm not speaking into it from specifically my standpoint, but just looking, the basis off this and your ministry and Clinton's ministry is, is that he is a good dad, and that mm. he does love to give, and that he mm-hmm. gives off the top, and everything's off the overflow. And I think that that is, f- for people that don't know or haven't heard, man, like, he really does love you. <laughs> he really does love you. And I think this book depicts that. I think your lifestyle depicts that. I think the way that you guys just chase, again, with love, abandon, depicts that. And I'm just really excited for the next step. Like, there's books, there's coffee shops. What's next, right. man? Like, what what's next for Courtney and Clinton Conant? I mean, 
Do you want me to speak into that? Yeah, because I kind of know what's next, but I don't know if it's out on the open yet. Oh so. well, if you, if you don't, if you haven't been released to prophesy, no, I don't know that, that I'm yet, ready then. to. Yeah. yeah, more books for sure. That definitely yeah. is. Yeah, cool. is that we something that. in the process right now? Are not yet. We have not. That? We have. I mean, we've definitely talked about it. We've had ideas of other, you know, to do one for boys, to do one for girls, to do one. You know, awesome. there's so many different things you could do with it. Um, what. What age group would you consider this, or do I w- you? I would say independently, probably eight and up can do it. Yeah. Um, with the help of a parent, probably those, you know, I would say, like I'm doing it with my four-year-old, and she can hear and color in it, but I, um, my four- and five-year-old still need me to write it for them. Um, but they hear, hmm. and so I just write down what they hear, and then they can color what they see. So with a family, probably four to seven independently eight and up. And when I say up, I mean adults too. Like my, our heart too, is we really, that's why it's called wonder works because we want to bring back the wonder to adults Mm. and that God has called us to be childlike. And I feel like we get so caught up in our lives that we forget how to be childlike when it comes to the father. And so, yeah, we just encourage you to get your crayons out and do it yourself. Yeah, I can, I can say that I know Ashton, she's 13 and she, Every evening, mm. she's doing an activity in there. That's awesome. She's, there's a lot of artistic stuff in yeah. there for her, and um, that's that's the way we're using it right now. So that's really cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, she read my mind when she said eight and up. I was yeah. gonna like, I was gonna speak into that. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're eighty. This book is for right. you. For well, real. that's where you guys first learned about this stuff, right? Was for right. The it was the book, book was for children. Yeah. yeah, that we read and started hearing, and then yeah, blew us away. So. I'm I'm just kind of looking at the back of it now, reading a little bit about the families. I mean, this is, this is, I know we talked about the anointing a lot, but dude, <laughs> this, this is an anointed book, man, because it came from an anointed minds. Mm. So I, I don't, I don't see like with the eight and up, everybody should have this thing sure. in their home, whether, whether yeah. they just buy it and say, hey, I'll get to it later and whatever. But I, I think it's a great book. I think. You'd be blessed to have it for mm-hmm. sure. Hey, talk to us about the illustration. I know Jamie Lynn yes. was involved in that. Talk to us about that process a little bit. Um, she was amazing. She actually had made contact. She trained Nacy when she went down to Dallas and then moved. So we didn't even think of her as an option. But Nacy had kind of set up some different meetings and we just kept saying, we want it to be the right illustrator. If it's not from you, like close those doors. And he closed all those doors. And then Jamie Lynn moved back to Dallas. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> and nice. well, I don't think necessarily Dallas, but in the area. Yeah. And so Nacy just asked her and she loved the idea and just, um, I mean, she kind of started running with it. She got kind of busy. She got engaged in the meantime, but, um, just working with her too, we had already written down kind of our idea for what they should do on the page, but we needed her to bring it to life for us. Um, and so she would draw stuff and send it to us and we would say, yeah, we like this. No, let's change this. And, um, by the time we got to the end of it, we kind of gave her a deadline, and I don't even know. She ended up, I think she texted us, she did like 132 pages in like a three-day period. Wow. Just, and she did, she did it all digitally for us, too. She knew how to get it in the system and do all the text, and yeah, she is amazing. It was totally, totally a God thing, so. Hmm. What was your favorite part about the process? Oh... I don't, that's hard. It was all fun. I think seeing it come to life was probably my favorite part. Yeah. Like seeing the visuals put to what was in our minds Mm. come to life and then getting the book and reading back through it. I was like, 
wow, Nacy, this is like, this is powerful. Like, I don't even think we understand what we put in here. <laughs> like yeah. really, like, I feel like when the Holy Spirit moves and does stuff, sometimes you're like, did I do, well, I don't really know what I just said. I don't really know what I just did, but <laughs> you go back and you're like, wow, God, like your plans are so much better yeah. than what we could have come up with on our own. So yeah. You, you were staring at me cause my phone went off Your and, phone. and, and <laughs> made you a disobeyed rule number one. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? You know better, Scott. Come on now. I'm even new, and mine's like over on the couch. I didn't oh, even. Already, she's a pro. She touches a book, Sorry. and it becomes my a book. notes were in my phone. She man. touches a microphone, and it's a magical <laughs> podcast. That's that's so good. Okay, well, I want to ask this: What was your least favorite part? Do you have a least? You have to have something that was the difficult. editing. Ugh, okay. the editing was Explain annoying. That. I hate it. I mean, you know, we're put we're producing a written. Did you guys edit piece. it yourself? I, I did the initial editing. I mean, we both kind of went through. I would edit it and say, okay, check it over in AC, make sure that I didn't miss anything. And then we ended up having her sister-in-law, Larissa Miller, um, go through it just to make sure, you know, because when you're so used to something, you could totally miss something. So we just made sure, her, her, and also to make sure that we were like biblically sound, we were getting it. We just wanted an outside source to kind of keep us accountable and um, but yeah, that was annoying to have to go through it all and make sure the commas were in the right place and we worded it right. And you know, well, if you would just kind of write stuff. it correctly the first time, I know, right. <laughs> if I got all that grammatical. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can imagine that because I've, <laughs> I worked with, uh, newspapers a lot early on in my career and editing was never yeah. fun. Yeah. You no. always first of all, it's name. never fun to edit, but it's also never fun to have somebody else edit your stuff. So. Right. That was, yeah. Fortunately, we passed that, so. Yes, because it's <laughs> yeah. official. Hey, it's you official. always mis- misspelled my name when anyway. I was in the Dodge Globe anyway. in high school. Nice. Anyway. Oh, do we need to pray off some offense <laughs> here? Man. Give some forgiveness? No. Man. Listen. <laughs> if we're not digging at each other, something's wrong. <laughs> what, um, I don't know if I asked this. I don't think I did. How would you describe this book? Like, if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, what's your book about? Like, give us a short, how do you describe the book? Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, actually, Jamie Lynn did the back for us, and I think she got it right. It's experiencing the voice of God. What does it say? (laughs) (laughs) Experience hearing the voice of Papa God through the eyes and creativity of a child. That's what it is. It's really just, it's about, it teaches you how to have a a relationship with the Father on a childlike level. That doesn't mean that, I think sometimes we think childlike, it's not going to be mature, but I don't think that's there's truth in that. I think God can mature your walk and your relationship by humbling yourself and being childlike. That's good. Yeah. Um, the childlike comes first. Yeah. That's right? really good. Yeah. That's good. really good. That's awesome. So. And get this book. Where? Okay. Tell okay. us real quick where we can get this book. Well, if you live locally, um, it's available at Redbeard Coffee. It's um, available at the Gathering. Um, or you can get it online if you go to wonderworksbook.com. That's have what we're it. looking for, because I don't know if you know this, but this is officially an international podcast. Wow, that's we awesome. We have four downloads from Sweden, four downloads from the United Kingdom, 21 <laughs> downloads in California. Wow. So it's all over, for sure. So the website's definitely what I'm looking for. What is that again? Um, wonderworksbook.com. And that, and we're working on getting it up on Amazon um, to make it available there too. And yeah, yeah. 
awesome. But there is a lot of local people, so go yeah. get your coffee at Redbeard and buy this yeah. book. Or yeah. go to the gathering on Saturday nights for some great worship and yes. get this book. Okay, talk to us about your position at the gathering. Talk to us about the children's ministry okay. and your passion for that. Because we do have some local listeners that yes. for sure are looking for something. Um, maybe they've heard about this whole hearing from God thing. I love your passion for daddy God. Mm. And you almost cry every single time you say it <laughs> because you mean it and you feel it and you believe it. Talk to us. Give us some some passion about your children's ministry and what you're doing. Um, okay. Well, first of all, in reference to the Papa God, that has not always been how I've seen God. That has been a process. I was actually at a worship night back when the gathering first started and Scott Rosen um, who was a pastor in garden came up and he said, I think God wants you to know that he wants you to know him as father. And it really hit me. Like, I don't know him as father. I know him as a judge and a dictator and this distant God, this distant deity. And I didn't know him as father. And so it wasn't until I started seeking out hearing his voice through this children, this other children's book, eyes that see and ears that hear, if you guys want the name of that again, um, that I began to really know him as a papa. Um, and that's when he began to work on my heart. I've always, I'm a teacher. I have my degree in teaching. I've always kind of had a heart for teaching children. Um, I love being a mother 95% of the time. Just (laughs) kidding. (laughs) There's just truth in that. There's days it's stressful, but I still, I love it. (laughs) Um, now I've lost my train of thought. No, you're good. That's so I, I'd always kind of known that my heart was drawn towards children's ministry. I didn't know what that looked like. Um, you didn't want to do that. Though, I didn't right? want to do it. Early no, on. at first we started and I just was, I was annoyed that we didn't have things for kids. I didn't want to bring my kids. Yeah. I didn't want to do it because I was so consumed with taking care of my own kids. I didn't want to like babysit other people's kids. I also didn't want it to look like what I had. And I'm not speaking against the church because I think there's really great stuff that comes out of children's programs in regular churches. I just knew that from what I was learning, I wanted something deeper for kids if I was going to do it that way. Um, And just one day I actually was vacuuming my house. And that's kind of when the father speaks to me when I can just kind of tune out the the world (laughs) over the the vacuum. (laughs) Yeah. Because I can't hear anything else. Um, He just said, I want you to start a children's ministry at the gathering. I think, again, you need to reach out to Nacy and um, just kind of started downloading my heart for that and what that looked like. And so we just started seeking that together. And we knew we wanted to give kids the opportunity to hear God, to encounter him, um, to, yeah, just to walk in freedom from lies and the enemy and um, empower them to be powerful from young ages and, so we've just been chasing that. <laughs> we didn't know what that looked like. <laughs> what, yeah. are, what are some things that you do tangibly at the gathering for the kids? Like okay, a short description maybe of what the program looks like. Um, I mean, we always start with like an applicable teaching. Um, I've gone back and forth with using some Bethel curriculum because they have already, they already kind of have caught this, like experiencing God and encountering him and hearing from him. That's what got us started. Um, God started having me kind of, do some of my own stuff. So I started with figuring out what he was speaking to me about, what that was going to look like, tied into a game. We usually do stations where they get a snack. We go upstairs, we have these awesome tents, and we'll give them a, a scripture and a piece of paper, and we kind of give them a little snippet on what this means. Now go talk to God about this. And we give them something applicable that they can go spend time. Kind of what we do in the book. That's kind of how we started 
we do this anyways at church. Yeah. So mm. we'll do this with, yeah. you know, the book. So they go and they sit in their tent with God and they listen and they come back and they share with us like what he um, spoke to them about. Or sometimes we'll have them practice listening for another child and we'll bring a kid up and everybody asks God. That's just little stuff that we try to do every week. And then we have a creative time where we try to incorporate some type of um, prophetic activity through art or let them explore their creativity with God, whether it's through Play-Doh or, you know, paint or whatever it is, writing cards to out, to give as an outreach to somebody or something like that. So, so good. Oh, we also do testimony time. It's powerful. The kids always love to give testimonies. I prayed for my friend when he hurt his arm. Yes. He was healed, you know, awesome. um, and prayer because it's, yeah, we teach them how to come lay hands on each other and pray and um, that we can pray for somebody, but we need to do it now, not yeah. wait. So. Well, I know examples. My my girls were a part of that program, and I know there's examples of like even during the, the play time, a kid would fall and hurt his knee. Right in the middle of the service and kids are around him praying right. for him because these kids happen to believe that Jesus is who he said he was, yeah. which is really, really cool. So yeah, that's good. what are the deets on the gathering? You guys meet five o'clock Saturday nights. What's the address? Something Gunsmoke. What? 308. 308 Gunsmoke. I knew it was Dodge a three. City, man. If you have children. It's across from Redbeard. Just yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this, there's a lot of people I know in this area that don't go to church, but they want their kids plugged in somewhere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I yeah. can vouch for both the the gathering and the children's department. Five o'clock on Saturdays, man. Take your kids. They're hearing from God yep. in that room. And yeah. your kids can be a part of that. So we, we encourage that. We build that up. Again, Scott, do you have anything else? No, man, I, I just, I'm, I'm blessed. Um blessed to hear what Courtney had to say today, not just about this book, but who she is and who her family is and Clinton and all that they have going on and blessed to be uh, in relation with them for sure. And just uh, can't wait to see what's next. That stuff that you didn't speak into yet. Like <laughs> I, I'm excited to see what, what, what yeah. comes from that for sure. Thanks. That's good. Thanks Courtney for yeah, joining absolutely. us. Thank you for having this was me. Good. Hey, would That's you good. mind praying us out? Oh man, sure. Praying for these kids, <laughs> for these parents, for just what's on your heart. Is that yeah, cool? yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Wow, Papa God, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to come and share your heart. I know there's so many out there that want to hear you, God. They they desire, they hunger for you, to hear you, not just when they attend a service, God, but to hear you all the time and to be near you, Father. And so, um, I just pray specifically for. Um, the people that are out there that are hungering for that, God, that you will speak to them right now and you will tug on their hearts and that they will know that you are there and that you do speak. And I pray for the moms that are at home and they feel insignificant and they're tired and they feel um, beaten down and like they can't do it. And if they don't do everything, that they're a failure. And I just want to break that lie off of them right now in Jesus' name because he made you with a very special purpose. And those little children that you have in your care right now, That's the most important thing you can do. It really is. And so I just pray that you just feel empowered to not only seek the Lord for yourself, but with your children to empower them for the future. And so, um, yeah, God, I just pray a blessing over all the listeners that are here today, that they will encounter you right now in this moment, and that um, 
yeah, you'll just bless them in Jesus' name. And these guys that do this podcast, thank you for their hearts. They both mean so much to me, and I look up to them, and I've learned so much from them. And I thank you for their leadership and their yielding to your spirit, Father. And I just pray abundant blessing upon them and their ministries as well. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Courtney. Yeah. Everybody listening to this, if you enjoy this, if you enjoy Courtney's voice, <laughs> if you enjoy her heart and her passion for kids, share this episode. Get it out there. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify, YouTube. Get a hold of our uh, get a hold of our stuff and just share this episode out there. We're so privileged and honored to be here with you, Courtney. Thank you so much, Scotty. Uh, I just want to say, in light of that sharing, all that stuff, like get a hold of us personally. We're not unapproachable yeah. by any means. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, you, you can reach us via email or if you need a phone number, hit us up on, on the Spotify account or whatever and tell us you, you just want to reach out, man. We're, we're not unapproachable and we would love, love, love to get the chance, the opportunity to pray for you and pray into what you're seeing. Um, and we're very thankful that you guys have taken the time to listen to this and super thankful that Courtney took time out of her day away from her four kiddos to come hang out with us <laughs> for a little bit. And, yeah, and super Courtney. thankful for Clinton yeah, yeah. Thank you, Clinton. for 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 <laughs> jumping into that role this yeah. morning. I know he does that anyway, but um, yeah, just just bless bless these guys for Find sure. Find Courtney Conant on yeah. Facebook as well. What is that? Just at Courtney Conant. Do you have any multi? Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Social media. Social media. Um, <laughs> How can they get a hold of you? Or do kinda, you want that? No, I absolutely. You can absolutely get a hold of me. I probably need to reactivate my Facebook account. I took a break for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're on Instagram. Yeah, though, I'm on right? Instagram. At, um, at I can't remember. Is that like Corky Corky Joe C O R K Y J O thirty. Okay. Yeah. Reach oh. out to her, man. You might have some questions on on this whole thing on the book, whatever. Check it out. Wonderworks at Wonderworks dot come wonderworks book wonderworksbook.com yep. check it out thank you guys so much for listening until yes, next time you. be blessed